1: A very good morning to you. Thanks for your company here on Off The Bench, Jimmy Williams and Paul Hazelby. It is a massive weekend for both Fremantle and West Coast.
2: Oh, it's getting serious, isn't it? Let's get straight in the dig because I've been fired up all week. The Dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step. Now, Jimmy, I'm digging both of our teams. Last week, Fremantle dockers, poor start. Work your way back into the game. You cannot kick a goal to save yourself. They need to be better. And for them to play finals footy, they need to beat Hawthorne later today. And then you've got the West Coast Eagles. What the hell was that (laughs) performance taking on... Uh, Sydney down there at that ground. They just hate that ground. Now, that's two in a row. Now, if they can't come back here and do something a bit better against North Melbourne, well, it's curtains for them, not only this season, but for the next three or four years because this list is getting towards the end. They're more talented than that, and they need to respond.
1: They've got their backs against the wall, the West Coast Eagles. It was a really poor showing against Sydney down there in Geelong. They've got a chance on Monday night to rectify it, to get their season back on track. And they take on North Melbourne. Of course, Monday night at Optus Stadium. And one man who knows that they are just under a little bit of pressure. You spoke to him earlier this week with Carl Langdon. Is Liam Duggan. How
3: are you going? Good, thanks, fellas. How are you? Uh, yeah, I reckon I might be going a little bit better than you. Um, look, I was up in Broome <laughs> on the weekend. I was watching from the Divers Tavern. I don't know if you've been there, but I'll tell you what. I reckon there was about four or 500 um, West Coast Eagles supporters at the pub, Duggo. And... Um, There was a little bit of clapping for the first five minutes. And it was eerily quiet after that, mate. And I must say, there was a few of them whose beer didn't taste that good.
0: Cleared out by half time, I would have thought, mate, for, for a lot of those people. But uh, it was a couple of better places to be than uh, than GMHBA on, on Sunday. And it was obviously a, uh, a pretty disappointing performance from uh, from our boys. And um, and it's probably two two in a row now that we've um, we haven't really brought our best or, or not near it either. So it's um, it's a little bit of a pattern at the moment that we need to rectify.
3: And it's that venue too, mate. I mean, you got flogged in uh, that place by Geelong a little bit. Earlier this year too,
0: it hasn't been a, a very happy hunting ground for us um, in a, in a long time, to be honest, mate. That this year especially, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's not good enough to go down by um, two lots of ninety, and uh, it's a yeah, pretty uh, pretty damning result for us um, both weekends. So another disappointing factor is we um, probably got the wood over us at the moment, and um, whoever plays us there seems to as well.
2: Doug, I've been involved in a lot of long reviews in my playing career. What about you? Did you go through this one and can you give us some insight into how difficult they are when you put a performance like that out on the park?
0: Yeah, certainly we, we did look into this one and like I said, because it's been two games in a row and, and plus that, that other big defeat against Geelong uh, there at the start of the year, it's um, there's obviously going to be a little bit more to look at and some of the stuff's not pretty. We, we've we all been there where, um, where you see a review or, or a clip that you're in that you'd really like to have your time again and um, we all had one or at least multiple of those, um, you know, on the weekend and, and review in, on Monday and Tuesday. But the best thing for us is that, you know, we've got another opportunity on Monday night to, um, I suppose, to, like I said before, rectify it. But, yeah, it's certainly not good enough for us. So we're, we're really looking at what we can what we can do to get better. And, and I think um, you, we've got to start with work rate and effort because that just wasn't there on the weekend. And then we can start to, to look at our system and see if we can tweak a few things after we bring that.
1: Great to hear from emerging eagle Liam Duggan. He's got more to say after this.
4: Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams.
1: Great to have you company on this Saturday morning. We are speaking to Liam Duggan from the West Coast Eagles after their poor showing against Sydney. They have a chance to rectify it on Monday night against North Melbourne. He caught up with Carl and Hayes earlier this week.
3: Do you blokes, like, lock yourselves in a room and talk to each other about home truths? Have you had that meeting yet or at all?
0: Uh, I I think there's been aspects of that. Yeah, Carl, definitely um, after this week, it's... You know, in my time, the seven years at the footy club and probably eight years under Simo, um, we haven't had games like this ever before. So it's new territory for a lot of us. And some of our senior players have been through it before. But, um, yeah, certainly we've we've reviewed ourselves and each other um, sort of internally as well as as a playing group. And um, we've asked a bit more from each other and and from ourselves. And I think it's, um, you know, it's always good when you have those chats there. They're never at a great time because it means that you're on the on the back foot a little bit, but it's certainly something that's probably needed to be done. And, and I think there's boys that are putting their hands up, um, taking responsibility, and, and now we're, we're looking to, to own that and move forward from it and, and learn from it, which I think the boys have committed to this week.
3: And sadly, you've lost one of your uh, better players for the most part, certainly one of uh, your most consistent in Jack Redden, and it sounds like he's going to be out for a number of weeks.
0: Yeah, Reddo is, is a big loss for us. He's been really consistent this year and, and gives our midfield a, a different dynamic, which... Um, which we all really appreciate. So it's going to be going to be missed. Hopefully it's a couple to, to three weeks or something like that, and it's not too long. But um, yeah, certainly going to be missed.
2: Have you seen your year, Liam? You started well, bit of midfield time, and then obviously the injury coming back. The last couple of weeks, probably not back to your very best just yet.
0: Yeah, mate. I've been yeah a little bit inconsistent myself, which um, which doesn't help the team at all. But yeah, certainly I've, I've played three games coming off the injury and. I felt a little bit more in the rhythm, although we um, we got smoked still, and, and probably I was uh, contributed to that. But it's um, I certainly felt a little bit better to be out there again, and um, yeah, I've been trying around a little bit this year, which is which has been interesting and, and kept me on my toes definitely with um, with learning different different roles and sort of switching in games a lot as well. So um, I'll just continue to, to try and improve in both areas, and um, yeah, look for a little bit more consistency to that towards the end of the year, mate.
2: Will Schofield had some interesting comments to say about Sam Mitchell and his, the importance of him to the premiership team in 2018. Do you have any comments about how good he was through that period and how good a coach you think he might be in time?
0: Yeah, yeah, Joey I, I did see a couple of headlines on that, and, and Scully's pretty spot on, mate. He, he's um, I'm, in my short seven years of, of AFL footy, he's probably the um, the most left field mind I reckon that I've that I've come across and. Um, it, it just opened up a lot of new ways that, that I saw how footy worked and, and a lot of our um, boys I think would speak or I speak for a lot of our boys in, in that sense but um, certainly seeing, being a great a great head coach and, and obviously that looks like it's going to be at Hawthorne now and um, they'll be pretty lucky to have him I think um, at the helm.
2: No doubt going into this game about against North Melbourne it'll be about you guys and bringing that right intensity but you can't take them lightly because they're playing a really good brand of footy themselves at the minute.
0: Yeah they are, we, we, we did speak about North today and it looks like a young group that's really bought into to their system and they've built their connections throughout the year and, and they've become a really consistent footy side. So I think they're, they're top four in a lot of areas at the moment in, in some of those key stats. So they're going to be a great challenge for us and, and it's, um, it's great to have Monday night footy in Perth and, and hopefully we can get a good crowd there. But certainly going to be a a good game and and one of um, high importance for us.
1: Yeah, it certainly is important for West Coast. Liam Duggan there from the West Coast Eagles. They take on North Melbourne on Monday night, a chance to turn their season around after what's been a poor fortnight. Here from North Melbourne, coach David Noble. Next, Jimmy Williams and Paul Hazelby on Off the Bench.
0: Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams.
1: Welcome back, thanks for your company. It's not often teams from Victoria come to Perth with a little bit of spring in their step given the journey and the distance on the East Coast, but West Coast have had a really poor fortnight and North Melbourne will be coming here to play them on Monday night and they will certainly have a belief that they can win the game after what's been two poor weeks for the Eagles. Great to catch up with David Noble, the coach of North Melbourne. Hey,
2: great to have you on, David. Now, you're doing a good job. You must be happy with the team because a little bit of a slow start, but you're starting to see the style coming through, and you've been so much more competitive in recent times.
5: Yeah, we have, Paul. It's uh, it's really starting to take shape. I think, you know, we put a lot of work in around, um, you know, the the buy sort of in and around that period both pre and, and post, and to the players' credit, mate, they've been able to come back with some real energy and um, maybe some clearer understanding of roles and, um, you know, our style, again, just continues to sort of get better. So, yeah, we've been really pleased with the, the level of consistency in our game.
2: You've had some injuries too throughout the year and having guys like Luke McDonald and Robbie Tarrant back into the mix, it must help so much mm-hmm. down back because defensively they're very good.
5: Yeah, they are. Yeah, we've, um, we've really looked forward to getting those guys back, um, you know, into the team. You know, a couple of others that aren't sort of too far away as well um, in the next couple of weeks, but yeah the you know I think i've said before the the opportunity for us to have games into the young guys has been terrific um, and now getting a bit more experience and it gives us a little bit more flexibility you know with what we can do with you know guys like Luke McDonald, we can sort of explore where we want to play him, and Robbie gives us some great flexibility down the back end to do some other things with you know with ben and josh and and Zeebs now doesn 't sort of necessarily have to take a third talk so it really helps in, you know, sort of structuring up what you want to do going forward for the back end of the year.
2: You've done a really good job with Jack Zebel. I, I was thinking that he was gone once a midfielder gets pushed forward and they struggle to take that opportunity. I think the next place for them is probably out of the team, but you found a new role mm. and he finds plenty of the footy and he hasn't been hurt too much defensively this year.
5: No, he's, look, to his credit, he's he's learnt a lot, you know, in in uh, in those sort of, once he played now, probably 15 or 16 games down back. Um, he's He's just a star, mate, as far as wanting to get better. Um, you know, he worked with John Blakey really closely. But not only that, you know, he's working with Robbie Tarrant. He's spoken to Lukey McDonald a lot, um, you know, on the roles. I think he's really started to learn the times of being able to, you know, hold his position, um, you know, be accountable for his player, the, the way he sort of plays off the back end, of stoppages at times. So, yeah, he's um, it's a credit to him for learning a, a new role. And he's, he's been really helpful for us down that back end.
2: How have you enjoyed working with Ben Cunnington? Because me, being an unabashed fan of inside midfielders, he's one of the best I've ever yeah. seen. Finds the footy, but he can also be quite good on the outside. His kicking's good, and he's a good finisher in front of goal. He must give you a lot of confidence that he's back playing well and working with Simpkin and Thomas and Davis Uniacki, that that midfield is building some really good chemistry.
5: It is, yeah. When I landed, it was, um, you know, I guess we sort of had our fingers crossed that he, he was going to remain fit. Um, so that was a, a massive kick sort of through pre-season. That was great. He was able to sort of hold up. And then it's not really until you work with him, you know, really closely and you get to see them at work. Um, You know, he's just, he's fantastic. He's a genuine star. Um, You know, he's his stoppage work, his clean hands, he, um, you know, and he's, he's continuing to improve his game, you know, sort of around the ground um with what he's doing. And of course, as you said, mate, you can... You can sneak him forward every now and then mm. and he's able to you know, get on the scoreboard. So that he's he's a great one-on-one contest um, going forward. So that gives us some variation in what we can do with him.
1: Kangaroos coach David Noble there. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hayes will be on off the bench. And next, we'll be speaking with the CEO of Hawthorne, Justin Reeves, after a massive week for the Hawks. Of course, Hawthorne legend and former Eagle Sam Mitchell announced a takeover from Alistair Clarkson in 2023. Will it or won't it work? Hear what the CEO has to say next.
0: Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams.
1: Welcome back. Great to have your company. Of course, one of the biggest stories this week was the Hawthorne coaching handover. Alistair Clarkson to finish up with the club at the end of 2022 and Sam Mitchell to take over. And we're joined by Justin Reeves, the Hawthorne CEO. Hayes?
2: Are you confident that this will work? Because we've been down this path a few times before and they've fallen apart. But what about the quality and the integrity of all the people
4: involved? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about, you know, whether the other ones have worked or not. Some would say they have. Um, I mean, all I know about the quality and integrity of those involved in this one is, you know, they're both of the highest order. So, uh, you know, they're both great Hawthorne people, both long-term great Hawthorne people, and uh, we're really looking forward to what, what plays out.
2: Alistair's done a pretty good job. At the start of the year, I was a bit concerned with the way the team was heading. But the last five or six weeks, you can clearly see there's been a change. There's some young kids coming through. There's a different style that we're starting to see as well. Did that make the decision any more difficult?
4: I mean, I think, you know, we, we know where we're at and Alistair knows where we're at and, uh, and definitely, you know, I would say Sam knows where we're at. Um, you know, we are going through a period at the moment of a, a redevelopment phase um, and that's going to take some time. Uh, everyone sort of is bought into that and everyone's aware of that, but it is going to take you know, probably up to five years um, before we, you know, hit the end of that development phase and before we think we're regularly competing for, for uh, well, you know, silverware. So, you know, it's a big journey in front of us and, uh, you know, a lot of consideration went into it. You know, Al's been a, an amazing legend of the club for, uh, by the end of his term next year, he'll be 18 years and, you know, five years in front of that t- sort of takes it to 20, over 20 years. So we thought, you know, now we've got a uh, what we, who we believe will be a a really good coach, um, unproven, but a really good coach in the future, then a really good apprenticeship. And we just figured out that, you know, now was the, was the perfect time for change.
3: Justin, does Clarko want to continue, you reckon? Would you would you be, uh, say, unsurprised if uh, he, he decided to walk at the end of the year? I mean, what are you expecting? Are, are you expecting this to, to be a happy marriage? Because it hasn't worked out at a couple of other clubs.
4: Yeah, I mean, we're fully expecting uh, clarco to, to uh, coach next year in 2022. Um, you know, we've had discussions, and you know, um, Clarko and I think his manager came out today and said he totally committed um, to coaching next year. You know, Sam's in. You know, he's this year's his first year of coaching Box Hill and the VFL, um, and you know, we've signed that on for next year as well as part of the transition. Um, and we think that's the the uh, um, the, the, the best order. Um, we're really looking forward to having both those guys involved next year and, and you know, I, I don't expect anything
3: else. Did you maybe have your, say, plans uh, hastened a little bit given that he was being highly talked about and recommended and obviously there is a, a, at least one job currently in the marketplace and maybe another. Who knows what's going to happen at Carlton?
4: Well, you know, only, I, I don't know what's going to happen to Carlton. As far as I know, uh, Teague's um, their coach, and, and that's all we've heard from Carlton, and I'd expect that to continue. But, um, you know, I think we haven't shied away from the fact that when the Commonwealth job became available, um, there was so much talk in the media about, you know, Clarko, and, um, about Sam and the like. And, and I think as was what I said, Clarko came to the club, and uh, we've always said that we'd sit down at the end of this year and talk about what the end of next year looked like, at the end of 22. Um, a clerk came and pulled to a club, which is very admirable and said, you know, perhaps under the circumstances, um, we should bring those discussions forward. And uh, um, we did that. Uh, the board met, as we've said, um, decided you know, that we would probably want to make a change at the end of next year. And the, the best thing to do and the right thing to do was um, to let Clark know as soon as possible.
1: Hawthorne CEO Justin Reeves there on Alistair Clarkson stepping away from the Hawthorne Football Club. He's confident the handover with Sam Mitchell will work at the end of 2022 when the former Hawthorne champion and West Coast Eagle takes the reins from Alistair Clarkson. That's all we've got time for on Off the Bench. Great to have your company. We'll catch you next week.